Hello and welcome to Raw and Real. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our objective is to inspire you and to remind you of your brilliance and possibilities in all areas of your life. We're ready to take you on a raw and real journey. So let's begin. And we're back again. Thank you for being here and for listening. So today we're going to be discussing rage, well, rage, fury, anger. What purpose does it actually serve? As adults, I guess you've noticed whether you're walking down the high road, whether you wake up in the morning in a bad mood, maybe someone pushes your shopping cart in the supermarket and just literally pisses you off. What is this whole thing with rage and anger? Because there seems to be many levels of it. Isn't it interesting when we're children, if you see a child get really furious, they tend to throw themselves on the floor, scream and shout, bang the bedroom door. And within some time, it's over. It's gone. Now, what happens when we become adults is we tend to internalize and hold the rage and hold the anger, which we then know causes all kinds of somatic disorders. We can get cancers, headaches, arthritis, all kinds of things. Even our throat can close up just by not expressing ourselves or simply feeling we're not allowed to. All of this social conformity, behave, do this, do this, don't speak up, don't say anything. I feel like it presses the anger inside. Now, I'm going to ask Tyrell in a moment, um, but I've certainly got a few stories about the rage and anger I felt inside in the past. There's no rage and anger there really left. I was thinking about this this morning. It seems to have dissolved itself. I get annoyed. There's an annoyance. But when I check in the body, the body is pretty relaxed. So it feels like my head, my mind can get annoyed at times. But Tyrell, what do you feel about rage, anger, the healthiest way to get it out? Is it pressed in? Should it come out? What's your feeling? And good morning, by the way. Well, hello. I'm here too. I get so pissed now. <laughs> I'm furious because <laughs> you talk and you talk and you talk. But I'm checking in with my body. And yeah, it's not true. I feel really happy <laughs> today. I'm being here with you. And, but I sure have anger. And it's like a hate-love um, relationship to it. Because I've, tr- I've been trained to be nice. So I'm I'm trained to push it away. But when I touch it and I I really get into it in a loving way, I love it because it's such a force, you know? I can, if I channel it right, it's magic. It's like, no, I don't want thunder and lightning on this planet. Can I just take that away and only have the sun? Uh, I like some wind, you know? It's like, it's not like that then we could just be on another planet without thunder. But isn't thunder nice? Isn't it powerful? I mean, rage and anger, if it is, um, when I feel the power of it and I'm conscious of how I express it, it's just like a few minutes of thunder rain and it dissolves, as you say, so quickly. If I really feel it and express it with consciousness, if I do it, halfway from my ego nothing really happens it just like stays there and it gets worse and worse (laughs) Uh, i still feel i have anger inside but i don't feel it's it's a curse i feel it is um, something that will help me because i have a long life to live and i think i need some frustration and anger perhaps to 
to push through when it gets hard to not like okay because you you Billy you are so comfortable that you don't bother you know to, to but I have chosen a different life and I feel that uh, my frustration is it's helping me sometimes to learn how to deal with my feelings and the weather situation um, and to channel it right because there is a lot of things that's needed on the planet right now and with just being and nice for my sake i'm not using my full potential um to be because if some employee uh, i take a business example or if chris is not tidying up i can use that anger and go to my deepest feminine core and speak from that and say this is not okay um but if i'm like firing up and screaming and like bursting it's like he will not listen but maybe it was nice to just get it out but then I quickly have to go into my higher consciousness and my feminine and real woman and say, sorry, that wasn't right. But the, the fact is here. Duh, 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 duh. So to use the anger right is um, such a powerful tool that I feel a lot of my generation needs to learn how to deal with because we feel it. And I feel also we pick it up from the planet. We pick it up when we're walking outside. Uh, we carry it from our parents. So it's there anyway. It's not something we should push away or be angry with. It's something we should be friends with and learn our temperament, you know, um, and maybe express it in creativity, in art. And there are many ways to, to deal with this powerful force, but it can also be extremely destructive. Well, beautifully said. I agree. It's a very powerful force. And I may now be all relaxed. Um, but I can tell you, you know, five generations in on the planet. And this was definitely not always like this. Even just 10 years ago, I believe, probably 10, 12 years ago, I felt the absolute rage. Like I had the passive aggressive anger inside where I could kill. And that was pretty dangerous and scary because I would just go into this quiet silent place and I'd always say if I had a samurai at least three people would have lost their heads that's the kind of internalized rage I had for me I I never expressed the rage outside so I didn't scream and shout I believed as a kid anger was throwing plates and pots and pans like in my family what's what they did and hitting people and because I didn't do that I said I'm not angry I don't get angry I I don't know how it served me. It didn't serve me well because it suppressed down. It was disguising my sadness, my pain and unhappiness. So I do believe for me, it's a great fuel. And I will say to clients, I would rather someone be angry so they can generate some movement, some fire, some thunder than this passivity. Because I've seen when people even are passive or acting passive, there's even more rage in them, but they're unable to move it. They're unable to channel it. So I do believe it's also for me in my experience so far, a case of living life as you grow, as you change. It depends, you know, what you're bringing into life. So there's different, diff definitely different times. But I never even at your age, Cheryl, thought that I never discussed it. I didn't think about it. It was just this fire, this energy that popped out now and then. Again, I say popped out. It was suppressed in nobody got the runt really of my anger but I did 
I got it. And I always took everybody's anger as well. And just, I used to think they were silly. Even at school when I was bullied or picked on, I'd think, oh, these are so immature. They're so childish, these children. <laughs> I'd take this sort of upper hand. The other day, not long ago, a couple of weeks ago, I had this little scene in the car I was telling you about. And the words that came out my mouth, like, I'm going to sort that little dude. And I jumped out of the car. But when I look back, and even in the moment, my body was completely calm, but my head wanted to sort something out. It wanted some justice. And my head wouldn't let it go. And it was going on and on and on. And it was a really weird scenario. Even my husband was like, what is this about? And in the end, it came down to this sense of just something of justice. It felt like I was reliving something. I wanted to say I was right about something, you know, and he ended up the person I was disagreeing with. We both looked like bloody idiots. But that's the last time I remember, you know, get, it's an annoyance. But you're right. I'm a, probably a bit too calm these days. <laughs> but like you said, my husband annoys me. By the way, too, I'm going to give you a little tip get yourself I don't know if you've seen the queen on Netflix but she's got a little bell so when she's finished her conversation she presses this bell it's a silent bell and then the butler comes in and takes them away the other day the other day I bought a bell for the desk so when Horgan or whichever room I'm in if Horgan comes in and starts talking I ding 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 <laughs> it's a spell like that's enough you have to leave and it's really have a really lot of fun with it because it saves us getting into a conversation where I say, honey, I'm just doing this and you're talking to me. Or he says, honey, I'm in the middle of writing something and you're just coming in and talking to me. So I think that is a, it's quite a good idea. Just ding on that bell. Get yourself one. Passive aggressive, Billy. You're like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Maybe you have something to dissolve there. <laughs> yeah, well... I, uh, I see a lot of like friends and you talk about you're not naming names of course but you, you're also seeing a lot of frustration anger in the world and in your clients and I can like see it but how do we deal with it like really when to because sometimes digging into it and going into it can actually create more and that's like a pattern we like to thrive in it's like I love to be angry because it it's so negative and negativity can be extremely addictive and there's the balance between not digging and expressing and letting go. How would you recommend uh, listeners that are feeling anger, don't know how to express it, uh, but not indulging in it, how to deal with it? Can you help us? It's not that hard, actually. I say get it out. I, you know, I will always use my pillow analogy, beat the pillow, choose a pillow, make friends with it and, and let it know it's going to be a bit of a punching bag scream into it you may be living with family children or at home and you don't have space we can just go and scream in a room that's how I got mine out when I realized how serious this passive anger was and how that something underneath was there that I wanted to I wanted to find out what it was I was tired of pressing all my feelings down I literally spent a whole day screaming kicking shouting running around my loft and I've written about it I've done um, a voice recording about it it's something I wrote about like five years ago and it, it's the same for me over and over it's what I recommend take a pillow scream shout jump in ice cold water you have to get it out now what will happen as you get into this rage point and you're pushing it out you know you're going to hear your mind going oh what are you doing 
you're mad what's wrong with you what are you doing you're crazy don't let anyone see you doing this that's okay but what will happen you'll get this thing called respite rest so you'll go through this act like a child you'll have this massive tantrum as an adult and then you'll cry and scream and then there'll be the, that moment of serenity where you're like ah oh. and then you rest and you lay there and you think oh god I've lost half the day but you're able to rest and then you may have another round but what's important is that it comes out because under there is tears I've noticed that as well. I never really cried. I would sob and sob and sob once I got to the core. And after that particular incident, it was easier to cry. It was easier to feel my heart. That was actually my gateway into my heart. It was easy to be kinder to myself and to not take it all so seriously. So, you know, if you're going through these frustrations, pains, I know some people cut themselves, self-harm, smash their head on the wall, tear at their skin. I actually have been in people's bodies. So I feel the reality of that like pressure cooker where you wanna just rip your own head off. I, I get it. I've, it hasn't been my personal experience, but I've definitely felt it in my client's experience. So this is what I'm saying. You know, if you're going to even, you know, this herding of the self, we can't say, oh, don't do it, because if it's a pattern you've been doing anyway, okay, but look in the mirror when you're doing it, find a pillow, get some squeeze balls, try to externalize, externalize it away from your body, because you'll tend to find people that do self-harming, it's self-harming, but I'm saying just, just move the direction of it onto something close to you, don't you know this is that your own your otherwise it's not going to stop and also if you're harming and if your rage is being caused on other people where you're screaming and fighting or getting drunk and abusing again this is you're going to need to be with yourself in a room to get through this because they're simply feelings you're not you we can't say to somebody oh just control how it is and don't force it out on people because if that's your pattern and habit that's what you do but there is a way to get out of it it's simply rage and anger for me is masking sadness under there we're little frightened kids we're scared we're angry we're pissed off and we don't really know why because mostly we can't remember why or where it began can we it's like in a culmination it's a culmination of things in life but I can feel when people are pissed with me I can feel anger I think it's funny because you know, when your heart is open, you can feel everything. <laughs> but I don't, if someone's pissed with me or annoyed, or I'm feeling the whole vibration of their life, I just go to a place of understanding why. And I've been there. So there's no point to retaliate or get pissed back because it's like opening portals for other people's energy to come into your field. We all do things in life. You know, I annoy my husband every day, probably. But he treats it with kindness. He's loving. He's respectful. And finally, you know, after 15 times of him getting annoyed with me, I may I may learn. And the same for everybody. You know, we there's no point keep repeating ourselves and repeating and repeating because that's not going to change or solve anything. How do you, Tyrrell, feel we could change and dissolve or, you know, or even like you said, you make use of that anger. It motivates, it pushes you. What's the, the great things you can do with that? I love what, all of what you said right, right now because it's very practical. And usually it's uh, this scared girl or boy inside. So, uh, yeah, we don't need to <clears throat> find where it's coming from because maybe something happened when you we were born, when we were two. Old stuff usually is it. So when we go into the mind and trying to understand, we are lost. I don't believe in that 
a psych like what's it called um psychiatric like talking and digging is like a mind circling it's just going on and on and on and moving it is my answer move it express it and finally maybe say i'm scared and just open the heart at the end because it's such a direct link to our feeling heart this happens every time i go straight into rage i express it i feel it I end up at this very vulnerable, beautiful, naked place I haven't been before. It's a perfect step on my evolution to take off that shield. I feel if rage and anger isn't felt, it stays on a shield. It's like an armor. The more you suppress it, the harder we get. No, nothing can get in. And we don't need anything. We are, not, we are good. I'm good. I'm good. And you can see the jaws are tense and eyes are staring, but they are good. And it gets harder and harder. And it, because we are so terrified of feeling, because our parents, like my mom was scared of her father because he was so angry, he was so pissed. He's beautiful and creative and all the good stuff, but he was very angry. So she is terrified of anger. Same as same uh, is I, you know, because I'm learning from them, I'm taking it on. So to, to have a comfortable relationship with anger and and seeing that the end result is actually love. It's, it's, it's worth it to go into it because it's not that much. Maybe it's just five minutes sometimes and it looks like it will take you know, a week. But to, uh, to accept that there might may be very much vulnerability, ready to love, right just beneath the surface of hate. There's just actually maybe seeking for some help, some... Maybe we need attention or a hug, but we're too proud to go there. So we are like, <laughs> but because we have a memory, maybe somebody didn't hold us and we get so sad and angry and we built it up and then actually we just need a hug. So my point is, I don't believe in digging in it, thinking about it, analyzing it, uh, but I believe in expression and voice physical movement, uh, either a run, um, but I also believe in communication to speak it out and maybe say, this is not about you, but this is what I feel. Blah, 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 get it all out and saying, I know this is just my stuff. This is in a relationship situation or yeah, just to get it on the table. So in the room, it's allowed to say what we don't dare to say and what we are pissed about and frustrated about. So because if we just feel it, the room is awkward anyway. It's inside of us and it's, it will stay there and it will grow. So have this um, practice of allowing and letting it come out. And you sit, maybe try different tools, maybe sometimes running, maybe sometimes hitting, sometimes crying, screaming, or go to a swimming pool and go underneath the water and scream. Um, it's such a beautiful, step on the way because it feels like as you said a rest and this oh, i'm free of something old because i felt it i released it and that's the way i feel like we should move in that direction of peeling off layers and not be held by old emotions so um i have this um when you spoke i had this image of what i'm doing if i don't channel the fury and frustration right i start to squeeze my skin and I can find stuff that's not even there, but I'm so angry inside and frustrated about something I don't know. 
and I start to squeeze. That's like the perfect example of what not to do because then I should maybe go on the bike and have a, and I should start to paint or have a different direction of it. But we have this default that we go into how to deal with it because that's what we have been trained to, uh, um, to hurt ourselves actually because we don't want to feel it. So I just want to say that that um, that's my that's my thing. <laughs> Squeezing. I'm trying to watch it, and when the fury comes and the frustration comes, I'm like, Christopher, hold me away from the mirror. Don't let me squeeze. <laughs> and um, I'm getting there, but uh, I I know it's not about the squeezing. It's actually about feeling, and often things that I have repressed. Yeah. And also, we don't, like you said, we don't, we don't get taught how to express the anger. After we're kids, think about even when you're a kid, you're screaming, shouting on the floor, and everyone's telling you to get up, don't do that. You're making a mockery of me, you're shaming me, or you get smacked. I mean, you know, we're kind of forced not to be angry too. As you were speaking, I was remembering like I didn't cry. I just didn't cry. And when I was studying uh, to be a psychotherapist, I had to go and have, we have to have a psychotherapist. We have to have something called um, uh, supervision. So I found myself a kind of therapist that I really didn't like, which was a psychoanalytical psychotherapist. And it was funny because I was studying that. And I, my heart was really against all this nonsense, you know, psycho this, psycho that, psycho babble. But I found this lady and I spent a year on her couch laying there looking at her books and she would put a box of tissues down. And every time I went to sit down, that's when I remember feeling anger. I'd be so pissed off she'd put those tissues and I'd move the tissue box and I'd lay there and she'd try to get me to talk about my father and my mother. And I was like very in the brain, really intellectual. And then I'd leave and I would feel like, yes, I won when I didn't cry and I never did. And this went on for a year. Tissue box would be there. I'd be pissed off. I'd move it. And she just watched this scene and then when I had this sort of wake up call and I was in Sardinia and I called it a walk in and basically something else took over and was just directing me to move into another direction to leave everything and go off. I went to see her and I knew it was the final time and I walked in and the tissue box was there and I picked it up and I put it on my lap and I looked at her and said, I know what I have to do. I understand now have to leave all this I'm living a lie and I just wept and wept and wept and I used the entire contents of this tissue box it was only half full and then she stretched over and asked for the tissue box but all the sadness had come to the surface I'm referring to this because you talked about you know the psycho babble psycho psycho but all I had been doing was trying she was tr talking to my mind that whole year trying to get me to feel and it was clearly not going to work it was like this existential spiritual experience that finally got me to feel that was nothing to do with that so when I told her I was going I was leaving I was leaving everything I was couldn't explain it I was leaving the husband the friends the studies I was going we both finished a tissue box and then she le leaned forward and she said to me Wow, this is amazing. You finally made it. Now the work really begins. So I'd like to, maybe you should come twice a week. <laughs> and I said to her, no, this is the last session, but thank you so much for everything. And she said, okay, well, it's up to you. And she got all angry with me. 
and we stood up and we held each other and I gave her a hug and I knew you know that the psycho the psychology the psychoanalysis I call it look how it's spelt analysis psychoanalysis it was over for me and I was really going to go and live and find out just get to the core you know it would take about another three years before that episode of screaming and shouting and kicking but what I realized was I could cry I could you know it wasn't there wasn't it wasn't like I was never going to cry never release so it was a beginning so I do agree with you Tyrrell psycho psychoanalyzing speaking through the mind maybe for people that are really in a passivity it's a way to get them to start to speak to say something just to begin maybe but it's not going to get you to feel your brain cannot feel and we need to feel don't we we need to feel to get to the core of something we need to get this stuff out and it's not anybody else's fault you're not a victim of anything you've just not understood how to deal with your emotional context and god knows we're humans we've got tons of amazing emotions inside of us some which we i don't believe have registered yet but yeah go for the running the screaming the swimming whatever it is that you just recommended So it's definitely not a curse. It's definitely not bad. It's not something we should judge. Uh, it is a celebration, actually, of something inside that's ready to leave and to be expressed. And I can imagine all the famous artists and and singers throughout on the planet. They have felt a lot of rage and all the spectrums of the feelings. That's how the art is created through this feeling body. It's a gift. It's um. It's a. It's there are fireworks inside that will ex- be actually very beautiful when it comes out. Will we have pastels all the time? Because we should be nice. A world with only like light pink. How? What a disaster! I mean, we need purple and red and orange and all the colors. That's what we long for as a species. I feel to to live all this with consciousness, of course. Um, because there are stuff to be really mad at in the world. If you say like, it's fine, we are run over. We must find some power to say no, to set some boundaries. This is not okay. But as long as you say we feel and have an open heart, I don't think we can go wrong. But if we work from our mind, we're kind of lost. We have no navigation. So yeah, embrace it. Any last words on this fantastic, powerful team, my dear friend? I think you've already said it, haven't you, Till? But I do want to say that we've got one last session next week, haven't we? The Christmas special. So that will be our last. Now, I know that we've had lots of feedback and people have enjoyed the whole. We've been going since May, right, Tyrrell? Quite a while we've been going. So we're coming, we're coming to that mini death, that ending. So I know for, for me, it, I have to go with what feels right and for me it's it's felt right for a while um but i understand there's also two of us so how do you feel about the ending tyrol i like the the door that we open to our information and when we have a scheduled meeting it tends to come out new stuff that we wouldn't have accessed if we didn't plan it you know so i kind of like that but i also feel that it's over that it is a circle that is ended but my my mind was very happy about this okay we're meeting when we're talking and 
it's a beautiful way to access uh, like conversations on a high level are extremely nourishing but they will this will all transform into something even better but it's okay to leave stuff it's okay to say no it's over it's not a death it's a transformation it is a death because death is a transformation but I cried when we decided this uh, but that was kind of my gratitude as well for being able to talk with you Billy and have these conversations over over a long time and to dig into uh, the juicy stuff the juicy information that helps people to to wake up to their love so it's this will live forever and it's such a, so many powerful episodes that I will take with me and I really look forward to the next episode because that's the last one uh, what will we talk about Mm. well first I just want to respond to what you said I didn't know that you cried and that you know it makes my heart warm in a way I wish I had been there to give you a hug and I, I guess because my life is I'm always excited about for me if there is no endings there are never any new beginnings like you said you know transitions death so I've always since a kid loved the endings while everybody was would be sobbing they'd be at the funeral and I'd be celebrating somebody's life at the funeral smiling and everybody would be sobbing so I do understand that you know I'm not like the average <laughs> not that normal sometimes because but it's it's really good to hear the feeling around the crying you know the, the ending of just this era isn't it it's like a, a different era a different probably time probably it's something old as I said last time it's not about you and me not having podcast but there was a feeling arising mm. and a memory and that's why I didn't analyze it I didn't think about it but I cried it could be when a friend rejected me when in kindergarten who knows but that's not the point some feeling wanted to come up I cried for a few minutes and then it was over but it's, it's just that allowing and every time I allow feelings to come up and I really feel it and it's a good quality tear, I feel open again and more inspired and like ah, a fresh start. But for me, that was, uh, that was what came up and I was honest and yeah. Yeah. And authentic, authentic and genuine and so beautiful that you shared it. I feel that raw and real has been a, just a natural organic creation, wasn't it? From the beginning. And the content has been so natural and authentic we've just been sharing who we are and maybe if anything that's inspired others to just share we don't have to have an agenda there doesn't have to be a point we don't have to sell anything just to share this is life we're a couple of people talking this is life and I'm sure there'll be more people doing that in the future and I know we both will be going on to do things in a similar way so you asked about next week what do you feel Tyrrell for the last Oh, I have yeah. a few ideas. Uh, we also talk about how to um, survive or and thrive the holidays. <laughs> Could be a challenge. I think it's fun. I like that theme, but we'll see what comes up. We are flexible and open. Maybe it could be just whatever comes up, literally, without a theme, you know, going all over the place. Oh, we need oh, theme. <laughs> theme. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll let it flow once more. So... Well, thank you for listening and um, I look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah, it will be perfect. It's all good timing. As you say, Billy, divine timing. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Raw and Real. We hope that you will be tuning in next week. Same time, same place. <laughs>